Hey there. If you like this podcast, you are going to love my new book, Needy, How to Advocate for Your Needs and Reclaim Your Sovereignty. In Needy, I share my unique approach to identifying, honoring, and advocating for the most tender and true parts of yourself that are yearning to be acknowledged. It is an invitation to embody self-acceptance, which leads to meaningful growth in self-responsibility, self-care, self-trust, and self-love. All of the themes that we talk about all of the time on this podcast. Woven with threads of timeless wisdom, honest assessments of our needs, and heartfelt personal stories of transformation from yours truly and others, Needy illustrates a profound vision for what is possible when you listen to the stirrings of your heart and reclaim your undisputed sovereignty in your life. Now, you can get Needy wherever books are sold, but if you are a podcast super fan, you might appreciate the audiobook, which I do narrate, which you can find on Audible. Now on to today's show. Hey there, it's your host, Mara Glatzel, and you are listening to The Needy Podcast. Here at Needy, we are devoted to sharing frank conversations and true stories about what it means to meet your needs consistently, messily, and sustainably. To get more information about today's episode, please visit theneedypodcast.com. Now, on to today's show. Welcome back to the Needy Podcast after my um, unexpected hiatus the last couple of months. Today we are talking about a very pertinent and timely topic, which is better late than never. Uh, Notes about right timing and finding yourself in that space between perfectionism and hiding out and procrastination and, you know, all of those really good and juicy topics that have a profound impact on how we do things, how quickly we think we should do things, how much we judge ourselves for our speed. And I'm so excited that all of you are here with me again. It has, um, I've missed you and it feels so good to be back. Uh, though I might have to rename this podcast while the baby sleeps, um, because for now I have a brand new five week old baby Frere at home and she doesn't sleep a lot. So we'll sneak this podcast in when we can. So let's talk about how we know when it's the right time. Now, I find that we have a difficult time collectively with the concept of right timing because we have a difficult time with self-trust. And when we have a difficult time with self-trust, it is really problematic and troublesome to believe your own inner wisdom, uh, to know the difference between hiding out and really taking your time with something, trusting it's unfolding and trusting that you don't have to look at what everybody else is doing or, you know, follow a set of prescribed steps in a set, certain set of time, uh, in order to make an impact on the world around you in the way that you might want to. 
And what's interesting about this for me is how deeply personal the conversation becomes. Because whenever we're in a space where we're uncertain, we would like to lean on a uh, something that feels solid, something that feels bigger than us, something that feels outside of us, you know, a formula that works for everybody. Uh, how to know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> forever, uh, concretely when it's the right time. And unfortunately, you know, and we can grieve this along with a lot of the other grief that we're experiencing when it comes to having to turn towards ourselves for answers instead of the, the surefire and steady, um, collective, you know, success formula. Uh, we have to turn towards ourselves for those answers because what is in right timing for each and every one of us will be different than what is in right timing for the other people who are around us. So when we're busy looking at what other people are doing and comparing ourselves and our progress to them and their progress, then we're always going to be in that space of feeling like we're behind feeling like we're striving and struggling to make headway uh, at somebody else's pace. So instead of looking for one of those kind of concrete answers, I want to bring it down a couple of notches and talk about what it's like to turn towards yourself. So when I'm talking about turning towards yourself, I'm talking about asking yourself questions, uh, being in dialogue with yourself, where of course you are playing both parts, um, but really communicating with yourself as if you are having a relationship with yourself because you are. And this relationship with yourself is the only one that is going to span the entirety of your lifetime. And yet for a lot of us, it's a relationship that we completely ignore because we don't think about it in that way. We don't think about how we talk to ourselves. We don't think about the um, pervasive nature of our inner or self-talk, how the tone that we use when we talk to ourselves, when we refer to ourselves, how the words that we use to describe our progress when we're just communicating you know, having, having thoughts about, about how we're doing something or, you know, how quickly we're doing something. When we don't pay attention to what we're thinking and how that thinking impacts every aspect of our visceral experience, sometimes on a subtle level, sometimes on a not so subtle level, we are missing this huge opportunity to build a, um, relationship with ourselves that's that's grounded in self-trust that is a firm foundation that we're able to rely on no matter what and so when we think about getting something done we think about turning towards ourselves the conversation becomes hey you hey you mara what's going on here are you afraid are you telling yourself that it has to look a certain way in order to be good, in order to be worthy? Are you truly unable to get this done right now? Are you unwilling to make the sacrifices that this will require of you? So if we take this podcast, for example, 
So, you know, over the, the end of my pregnancy, I, um, built and launched a brand new website where I rewrote all of the content on my site that's been up for the last 11 years, um, took all new photos, uh, built a lot of things up from scratch. And that required a ton of my attention in addition to also growing a child that I would eventually have in the middle of May. And when I would think about my podcast, um, I, I was aware, even though I was sad about it, even though the perfectionist in me didn't like it, I was aware that I was spread thin enough that I was within my comfort zone, but adding the podcast would be one thing too many. And so through having that conversation with myself, I was able to determine it's not perfectionism. Um, it's not, uh, hiding out that I'm afraid or, you know, uh, keeping myself small in some way. It is actual reality that I only have so much energy to spread around. And these are the things I'm spending my energy on and I'm going to have to wait. So I waited. And when you have this conversation with yourself, you don't just have it one time because building a relationship with yourself, uh, building a relationship that is filled with self-trust is about cultivating a state of non-judgmental inquiry. So you don't just have this conversation once and say, oh, all right, okay, you know, podcast is done here. We're not doing any more podcasts. Okay, like that's put that to bed forevermore. Instead, we continue the conversation. And that's, you know, this is if it's something that is important to you. Not everything is worthy of your attention. But for me, this podcast is something that is truly important. Having these conversations is something that is truly important. And so it is worthwhile for me to continue checking in with myself about how the state of my energy body and when I will be able to return to this thing that I love. So time goes by. I'm checking in and I'm saying, you know, all right, so, um, how does that feel? I still don't have the energy for it. Baby's born. How does that feel? Now things are a little complicated. Don't have the energy for it. Um, you know, even I promised it would be out last week. How did that feel? Absolutely unrealistic. Okay. It didn't happen last week. Here we are this week. This week, when I started to have the conversation with myself, it no longer felt like I didn't have the energy for the work. What it felt like was it had been so long, I was afraid of starting again. It had been so long, I was starting to wonder from that perfectionism, am I going to be able to do a good job? Am I going to be able to do anything worth listening to? Am I... um you know, in this kind of sleep deprived state, am I, am I worthy of recording something and and sending it out to people and being heard? So because I was having this conversation with myself often, I noticed that shift. And for me, that shift goes from the truth of, I don't have the energy for this right now to, I have the energy for it, but if I'm totally honest, I'm avoiding it because I feel scared. And so you are going to be the only one, just like me in this situation, you are going to be the only one who is able to find yourself in that space of, you know, is this truly the right choice for me? Even if it's sad, even if it's a hard decision, 
Um, you know, when we think about saying no to things because we only have enough energy to spread around, oftentimes we talk about saying no to the things we truly don't want to do. But a lot of saying no, at least for me at this point in my life, is you know, having to make hard choices between a lot of things that I really do want to do, but honoring the fact that I'm not able to do them all. And so I'm going to have to pick and choose, even when picking and choosing feels excruciating or there's a lot of grief involved. So, you know, is this the right time for us? Are we able to devote ourselves to this thing? Or is it not our priority or our focus by, you know, circumstance or situation? Uh, or are we hiding out? Are we afraid? And, you know, it's okay to be afraid. Being afraid is a perfectly legitimate reason not to move forward. But again, turning towards yourself and saying, well, is this something that's really important to me? Yes. Okay. Am I avoiding it because I feel afraid? Yes. Okay. Um, What is... What am I telling myself about that? That it needs to be perfect in order to be good? That I need to be a certain way or do a certain thing in order to be worthwhile? All right, well, okay. You know, the more that I talk to myself, the more that I realize, wow, you know, if I'm setting perfection and, you know, doing, having these really high expectations as doing a really good job, then of course I'm never going to start. And if that applies to this situation, that's going to apply to a whole slew of situations in my life and deprive me of putting, of creating and putting so much of myself out into the world. And what happens at the end of the day? You know, I'm deprived of the experience of creating something that I feel called to create. Other people who may be interested in receiving what I'm creating are deprived of the experience of receiving that. And I end up feeling regretful and frustrated that I wasn't able to get it together. So in that situation, you might again lean on that relationship with yourself to say, okay, well, you know, what if it didn't have to be perfect in order to be good? What if I didn't have to record the perfect podcast uh, today in order to deserve this start, in order to deserve this space? What if I could trust that I can do the best that I can and other people can make the choices for themselves, right? Like if you hate this podcast, full permission, (laughs) stop it right now. You do not have to keep listening to me, right? Um, but that, but that exists everywhere right? We don't have to censor ourselves um, to save other people from having to opt out. Other people can make the choices about what is for them, what it, you know, what they no longer want to consume. When it comes to emails that we send, podcasts that we create, books that we write, art that we make, food that we bake, you know, whatever it is that we are creating, other people do not, um, they get to make the choice, You get to make the choice about making whatever is um, you feel called to create, and other people get to make the choice about consuming whatever they feel called to consume or not. So you don't have to limit yourself to spare them from the eventuality of having to, you know, throw this podcast away or never listen to it again. Um, 
And the truth is, you know, just like anything, your first time back is going to be a little awkward. It's going to be a little weird. The first time that you have sex after not having sex is always going to be a little awkward, a little weird. The first words that you write after not having written for a long time are going to feel clunky. The first efforts to take care of yourself after months, weeks, years of not taking care of yourself or meeting your needs is going to feel really awkward and strange. You're going to wonder, is it worth it? You're going to wonder, you know, am I, um, is this worth my attention? Am I doing a good job? But it doesn't have to be perfect in order to be good. And so that brings me to my next point, which is that uh, doing your best is not the same as doing the best, as in capital T-H-E, the best, better than all the rest in the whole world. And knowing when you're doing your best, again, requires you to turn towards yourself and requires you to say, okay, you know, did I, did I make the best effort that I could? Um, taking into consideration the tools that I had on hand, the circumstances that I was up against, the amount of sleep that I got last night, did I do the best that I could? Can I feel proud of that? Or, do I have to judge myself mercilessly against this unequivocal standard of the best that we are all holding ourselves to um, in a way that is, is punishing and cruel because we're never going to live up to it? So once you've made the decision of I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it, and then you've done the thing. Then you have this opportunity not to judge yourself for not doing the best, T-H-E, capital all, caps locks, the best, um, but getting comfortable with having done your best and being kind to yourself, being patient with yourself, giving yourself a lot of grace. You know, did you show up? Did you do what was hard, right? Were you afraid and you did it anyway? Or, you know, were you worried that it was clunky and awkward and nobody was going to listen and everyone was going to hate it and you did it anyway? Well, you know, maybe that's enough for today. Maybe that's a good job for today. And can you be kind to yourself in that way? Can you be generous with your own praise in that way? The last thing that I want to mention is a note about the idea of procrastination, because I think that a place where a lot of us aren't very kind to ourselves is around the idea of procrastination. So, you know, did I not do this for a number of months because I was just procrastinating? Ooh, that's bad. That's bad. Nobody wants to be a procrastinator. Everyone in our society frowns down on procrastinators. But how often are we quote unquote procrastinating when actually we are exhausted and we're tending to that exhaustion by not moving forward or not adding another thing to our plate? So if you take this podcast, for example, um, you know, was I procrastinating by not getting it done these last couple of months? Sure. Yeah. You know, I didn't do it. So yeah, it was procrastination. But in truth, that quote unquote procrastination was really being clear with myself about what I have the energy to do and, um, and how much energy I had. And so, you know, it, what can look like procrastination can also look like energy, um, conservation, maintenance and replenishment. 
Because in a world that is moving so quickly, in a world where we are expecting the best of ourselves all of the time, um, no matter what we need, no matter what level our energy is at, no matter what our capacity is, we are constantly erring on that side of burnout. We are using more energy than we are replacing or replenishing. So when you are unable to do something, when you throw, throw out that dreaded procrastination word, I want you to ask yourself, am I procrastinating or am I tired? Am I in need of my own care and tending? Am I unable to show up for this thing because I'm already showing up for so many other things? And I'm, I'm quite honestly not able to do it all. Not because there's something wrong with me or you, but because we're all human. And so, you know, this podcast, if you're new here, if it's been a while, is all about tending to your needs and bringing your needs into the center of your life so that your life can be sustainable. So that you can keep showing up and making meaningful contribution to the things that you care about. So that you have the energy to enjoy your life, the energy to enjoy the people who are around you and use your hands to make things. So, you know, if you are feeling too tired to do something or unable to do, you know, a multitude of things at the same time, be kind to yourself and don't beat yourself up for your procrastination, Honor the limit of your energy body by being really intentional about how you're spending your energy, your most precious resource, and honoring the fact that you are unable, like all of us, to do everything all of the time, to be everything to everybody, that that's not a fault, that's how you're built And the more that you're able to be intentional about how you are spending this very, very precious resource, the better you're going to feel just personally, because you're going to have more energy at your disposal, but also how much more clear you're going to feel about your priorities and about what you are able, ready, able, and willing to pour yourself into. So with that, I'm going to bid you adieu. I will see you next week with an interview, a really yummy interview, and I'm glad to be back. Thanks for hanging out with me and welcome. listening to the needy podcast with Mara Glatzel. If you want to know more about needy or want to tend to your needs with a free needy toolkit, dance on over to the needypodcast.com. If you love today's show, pretty please leave us a review on iTunes and join us next week. And as always, permission loves company. So if there's a human in your life that you think can benefit from this conversation, I would be so grateful if you shared it with them. Thank you. See you next week. Mm-hmm.